0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Through the Eyes of a Therapist podcast. I'm Crystal Martinez Acosta, licensed professional counselor, and today I am joined by Jade Etchison, licensed mental health counselor in Indiana. Before we get started, I want to remind you please follow me on Instagram at Through the Eyes of a Therapist and visit my new website, www.clarityelpaso.com. You may be wondering, who is Jade? Where did you meet her? <laughs> and we're going to talk about all of that and give you all the tea right now. And so I will have Jade introduce herself. Hi, thank you for coming on to the podcast and welcome.
1: Hi, thank you so much for having me. Um, so my name Jade Etchison. I'm a licensed mental health counselor in Indiana. Um, I own a company called Willow Tree Therapeutic Services in Indiana, and we operate out of seven counties, and one of the things that we specialize in is outpatient therapy, and then we also do um, court ordered services. So that's kind of our specialty area right now. We work with all things probation, um, drug and substance abuse counseling, and any of those court ordered ther- um, therapy services right now.
0: Awesome. And you might be wondering why are two therapists just you know one's in Texas, one in one is in Indiana. Like, what could they possibly have in common what, other than being therapists, right? And why why are they talking to each other? How did they connect? Well, a while ago, I briefly, briefly mentioned in an episode that um, I may be going on some sort of reality show or something like that. But I didn't want to make a big deal out of it because I wasn't sure if it was going to happen. I wasn't sure about the details. But this is where I met Jade. And it's actually called The Blocks, created by... Wes Bergman, who, um, is a reality star himself. So if you're familiar with like,
1: what did he come out in? Uh, the real world. And then I the think real he's world. doing like challenger stuff
0: currently. Oh, the challenge. That's mm-hmm. the one that I couldn't remember. I was like the challenge where he just like does wild and crazy things. Right. Um, on mm-hmm. camera for money. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll kind of describe the process in a little bit, but that's where we met this past summer in 2022. And so since then, um, both Jade and I um, have kind of been keeping in contact about our private practices, our business, and um, that's what The Blocks was about, building business. So Today's episode is going to be a little bit about that, talking about the challenges of being a business owner and mixing that identity with um, being a therapist, being an entrepreneur, being a mom, being a all-around, well-rounded person, right? Like we have all kinds of identities as therapists, but also we want to talk about our experience on the blocks because it's something to process and there's cameras everywhere and it was interesting and it was a competition too. So
1: (laughs) I'm laughing because I'm
0: already having like flashbacks. Um,
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) Anyway, do you want to kind of give a more formal or like more um, eloquent synopsis or summary of what the blocks was?
1: Sure. Yeah. So the blocks was a business startup accelerator slash competition. So, there was an education, uh, networking component in the morning. I feel like that's typically when we did that. And then um, we would have education portions of the day. And then there was the competition. And um, I think it was a great opportunity to network and learn. Um, and then that competition part was to pretty much find out who apply, who can apply the concepts learned that day to that particular competition question the best.
0: Right, correct. And it was kind of like we were all isolated, right? We all had to travel Mm -hmm. to Kansas City. Um, We were all asked to leave everything kind of like behind, like put your businesses on hold or whatever, come to this accelerator to learn all this new material. Um, I mean, you could kind of have like your phone on you or whatever, but like as far as contacting family or contacting Mm – business or clients or whatever, like, you kind of had to leave it behind. And then you're just part of this really highly immersive, like, experience. Um, And you're around with us, with our cohort in season five. There were, like, 70 or 77 people. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think that's around the count that they had. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so it was a competition to try to make it to the top three because – I think in previous seasons of the blocks, they had very small cohorts, right? Of like 10 to 12 people mm-hmm. or something. And so people would kind of fight to be in first place. Um, but this time because they wanted to make it so large, it was like place one, two, and three, um, to be in like quote unquote first place or be in mm-hmm. like the leaderboard or whatever. So it was really interesting. There were a lot of people. And I think when I was just talking to my own therapist about this, like right before we got onto this call. <laughs> um, like when we talk about networking as therapists, I know that I kind of like cringe a little bit and I don't want to like really network because I'm in private practice. I like do my one to one thing every day. Um so going into this environment with like a bunch of people was a little difficult for me to be honest. Um yeah. what was your experience?
1: Um I was just about to piggyback off that I I find it very hard to like socialize and networking mostly because um, and I hate nothing more than small talk. Um, and yeah. Like we're, exactly. we're used to like talk, getting deep with people and it's, you can't do that when you're networking. And so I had to kind of train myself on what level of small talk is appropriate. And like that's a natural thing to do before you get involved, like get involved in deeper discussions with people. Um and then sometimes, like during networking, I I have found in the past that when we when we say that we're therapists or something, um, sometimes people tend to tell them us too much about them, um, which can sometimes always kind of leave the door in a weird spot. Uh, so that's kind of why network has been kind of cringy for me in the past as well. But I feel like at the blocks there was there was so many people that it was a little overwhelming, but I did like to kind of like pinpoint a few people to focus on and really learn about their business. And it was nice for other people to take interest in what we do as well.
0: True. And I think because there was such a variety of Mm -hmm. the different types of businesses, that was kind of difficult for me to grasp, right? Like, I think I asked a question to one of the the guys who does like demolition i forgot his name mm-hmm. but <laughs> like what the hell do i have in common with that business mm-hmm. you know what i mean like how am i supposed to network with people who have like businesses that have like brick and mortar like hands on like stuff you know what yeah. i mean and for me i provide a service based business so it was a little bit difficult yeah. to find that common ground for me but Otherwise, I think all of us had that common thread of like we were all startup businesses. We all mm-hmm. were are are highly invested in like the process of entrepreneurship and like, you know, um being like ride or die with our businesses, right? So that's that kind of like passion was like the common thread. But Otherwise, it was a little bit hard sometimes (laughs) to be Yeah, you
1: could could tell the people that were filtering too. So you could tell that people were kind of filtering like who their crowd was and who their people were to kind of be like, oh, what do you do? Oh, that's cool. And like if you were kind of related to their field, they would ask more questions or else they'd be like, okay. And then they just move on. And I know, I mean, I think that's one of the things about therapists is we kind of notice those little Um, Interactions. Yes, those little things that people do socially to cue that like they don't really want to talk with you. Um, Mm -hmm. So then you just let it happen and then you just move on and keep doing that as well. So that was definitely fun. And I just tried to make sure I was nice to everybody and tried to meet everybody at least once and then really connect with the people that I either had something in common with personally or professionally or their business could They would have some good knowledge foundations that could help my business in the future. So that was my game plan when I went out to network with people because it can be really exhausting. And so I wanted to make sure I had a strategic plan when I talked to people.
0: That's actually really smart. So like moving forward in any other networking situation, I think having a game plan, kind of understanding what Mm -hmm. kind of situation you're walking into and if you're yeah. introverted by nature and you get drained really easily by crowds um and by people you might want to be strategic about how you spend your energy right so yeah. that's really good those are really good points um i want to give a shout out to my block's bestie melinda <laughs> cuz i kind of <laughs> stuck with her the whole time um and it was really funny the way because i can be kind of socially anxious and socially awkward sometimes networking is really difficult for me. I'm going to be honest. Mm -hmm. Um, so when I spoke to, I think Wes or like Cassie or somebody in the, on the crew said like, Oh, there's another therapist here. And she was wearing a green dress earlier. And this was on the first day. Yeah. yeah. And then, so I go and I'm like running around like a chicken with my head cut off, trying to find the therapist with the green dress. Right. (laughs) I didn't know you had already changed, Jade. Like I made
1: three outfit changes that day. I could not decide what I wanted to wear. Um. So, yeah, well, the green dress was nice, right? But I got way too many compliments and too much attention on it. And then I was like, I don't really know if I want this much attention. <laughs> so oh, I God, changed into something, like, more casual. And then I was like, I'll save the dress for a different day. So I literally came in, did my intro interview, and then – Changed immediately.
0: (laughs) That's super funny. So I like go up to the first person I see with a green dress who was Melinda, right? And I'm like, okay. She was talking to somebody else. Okay. Like this super embarrassing story. But she's like talking to somebody else, like networking, like work in the room. And I'm like all here, all awkward and like desperate, trying to find the other therapist, (laughs) so I can just be like, I just want to like make a connection, like go take a nap. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, I go up to her, interrupt a whole ass conversation and I say hey, are you the other therapist? (laughs) It's like in the middle of a conversation (laughs) and she's like um, no, but I do like financial counseling. Does that count? And I'm like, she's like all smooth about it, right? And I'm like Wait, but is that like the same? Like I'm like trying to figure out. Oh (laughs) my god! Like what is wrong with me? Like Crystal, you teach social skills to like kids. Like how can you be trusted at this moment? Um, but yeah, I figured out it wasn't you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I had people searching for you as well. (laughs) Oh, I was like, I heard because during my interview call. I didn't know there was another therapist, but they did tell me during my interview casting call thing that they were bringing out another therapist. So I was like, "Oh, cool!" So I kind of knew like one might be there, one might not. And there was also a lot of like life. there's a couple life coaches there too. So I'm like, "I hope that's not what they were talking about—that um, there's actually a therapist here." So I, I told a few mm-hmm. people, "I'm like, keep your eyes out, and if you find her, you let me know." And then <laughs> we found each other.
0: And I think that's when like the physical therapist made the introduction yes. to us. Because I was talking to him. Um, I was interested in, on his opinion about like athletic training because my husband's an athletic trainer. And I was like, again, trying to get into like deeper conversation. But I think he wanted like nothing to do with – he's going to listen to this and be like, that is not interpretation. <laughs> um, well, the interpretation. I don't want to read his mind. <laughs> it, it was yeah. a lot. But then he was like, hey, you know what? Like. That's the other therapist. Like, he pointed you out, and then mm-hmm. he connected us, and then I ignored him the rest of the time,
1: um, which I'm sure <laughs> is,
0: like, normal in those situations, right? You just kind of, like, move along. It's like speed dating. It's weird.
1: It really – honestly, that is the perfect word to put. It right? literally was, like, professional speed dating, and it it kind of, like, made a little, like – it's kind of a little ruthless because you would, like, hear a few tips about – or, like, a few facts about someone and then be like, okay, don't need that. Move on. <laughs> yeah or like oh that felt kind of weird with this person okay i'm not talking to them again let me just focus on these people but i think i think that's necessary though to conserve your energy i mean there's a a lot of people
0: like literally so much and i and i think because we are so averse to small talk we know that the connections we make typically are deeper Mm -hmm. and so i think it's just we do have to be more strategic with our energy and we tend to be more empathetic, right? So I I think that's something that I was very overwhelmed by the first day. Like I went back to the hotel room and was like, holy shit. Like I am so drained because oh. I didn't expect to be so overwhelmed <laughs> by so many different energies and like different mm-hmm. energy levels and like trying to keep everybody's story straight. And I'm like- but I'm not counseling right now. You know what I mean? Like I, and so I had to kind of get out of that mentality of like, you're not in a room full of counselors. Like you're in a room full of business people. Like, and they probably have no idea what type of inner monologue is happening with your Mm
1: -hmm.
0: like empathy and like you're listening and you're like, they probably don't care about that. (laughs) And I care more about that than they do, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah I don't when, know. I'm glad you brought that up because, like, the experience of going back into our rooms and having, like, silence and, like, alone time at the end of the day was always the weirdest point for me. I, like, mm-hmm. I kind of looked forward to it, but that it was also, like, weird at the same time. Like, I never had that. Like, even when I'm at my own house, there's always, like, noises going on or people there. And I'm like, I'm... I'm so happy that I have my free time right now, but I'm so tired. I'm so alone. It's so quiet. It was almost like daunting and then it's late. So then you're like, well, I guess I'll go to bed, (laughs) you know, but I always would try to like do like meditations or I did a lot of, I feel like I did a lot of journaling and reflecting. Um, But there, whatever you can do in this small amount of time. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I think I got on Instagram live mm-hmm. and cried <laughs> well, yeah. and did my journaling in front of everyone because um, I had oh, so great. many, like, thoughts about yeah. what was happening um, mm-hmm. and how on some level I felt, like, really seen by, like, certain like certain people, uh, a particular mm-hmm. judge and, like, how it was very helpful for me. But I think like, anyway, you can go back and I think see that live. I don't think I deleted it. But anyways, I'm curious.
1: Um, that might be but, why. Yeah. Now I'm going to have to go watch it.
0: <laughs> well, I was like bawling my eyeballs out, but it was, it really was overwhelming, like in a lot of ways.
1: I think, I don't um, know if you saw me, but day three, I, instead of net, I networked for a little bit, but then I was like, huh, oh, I don't know if I'm going to make it through today. Like I was overwhelmed. I literally was on a beanbag in the middle of the room surrounded by people with my Bluetooth headphones in, literally listening to ocean sounds and doing a meditation like in front of everybody because I'm like, this is what I need right now. You know, I can network later, but I am already overstimulated and it's 10 a.m.
0: Yeah. So on day two, I totally get it. On day two, I skipped lunch. No, I skipped dinner and took a nap. Like, oh, yeah. I, I went to the hotel room and took a nap, and then I was like, food or sleep and alone time? Like, which one? Like, I really wanted both. I was mm-hmm. really hungry, but at the same time, like, I needed time <laughs> away from people. <laughs> All the peopling was a little much, um, mm-hmm. and then somebody rescued me with, like, a protein bar. Can't remember who it is right now, but I was like, I thank would, you Yeah. So yeah,
1: and I think but. I think that was like a huge like I love people. Um, I think sometimes that's a huge misconception for people who um, know us as therapists is they think that we want to be around people all the time. But I think I'm more of like a one one on one or a small groups person. Um, mm-hmm. I can vibe in like larger groups, but I almost have to mentally like put myself in a category with a particular. Um, people and kind of, like, smaller the size down. So if there's, like, 80 people, I might just, like, try to block out the other 70 and just focus on 10, you know, and that, that works a little better for me, but definitely and and I don't think that makes me introverted, but I think it's, yeah. It,
0: possibly. You might be introverted, <laughs> right? There's, yeah, like, that mixture of that, both. Yeah. Potentially. Um, and pay no mind to all the cameras in your face
1: at oh, all yes. moments
0: of the day, I feel right?
1: Like, you, like um, you eventually like don't know they're there though. Which is kind of worse though, because I'm kind of like what did they catch? <laughs>
0: yeah, that's what <laughs> you know. I'm low key freaking out about is that they I think they recently sent out like something on Instagram saying like we're done with editing um and I was like, "Oh shit. Like what made it in there?" That mm-hmm. maybe I said something and, like, mm-hmm. I know that as therapists we have, like, the ACE code of ethics or, like, the um, – like, our state laws and our state ethics, you know? And, like, yeah. we always are very conscientious about what we say. Yeah. And so part of me is a little bit like, oh, my God, I hope I didn't say anything I'm going to regret on camera, <laughs> you know? But at the same yeah. time – it's it's a risk that I was willing to take to bring awareness mm-hmm. to like our work, right? But it, it's it's uh,
1: scary <laughs> to yeah, it's definitely a thing. I think, um, you know, a lot of people have perceptions of like how we should behave and how we should act. And the like sometimes the opinions that we have, just us as a person, not us as a professional. Mm-hmm. And it's hard, it's hard to separate those two. I mean, I've even had it on, um, times where I've like maybe commented on a TikTok, like nothing political, but there's been people that have been like, oh, you're a therapist. Like, it, I'm like, how do you, how do you know that? And like, been like, oh, you believe this and you're a therapist. And it's, it's always interesting. So I've always, I think anytime you get involved in the media or make like, um, social media posts, that's always something we have to like think twice about. Is what are we Mm -hmm. putting out there? You know, because it could easily discredit us or, you know, make us seem like we're not competent enough to serve people.
0: Right. That was really well said. Yeah. So (laughs) no pressure.
1: (laughs) No pressure Um, or anything, it's fine.
0: (laughs) But so when the blocks comes out, just excuse any what we would call down here in the borderland, (laughs) pendejavas. which is like like stupidities that came out of our mouths. For Um, sure.
1: Especially, particularly the last blocks off I had. Yes. Just ignore it. Just skip over it. It's fine. (laughs) Um, On some of the prior seasons, you know how they'll have like, if you do poorly and you miss the question, they'll just go "Er," on the X. I hope they do that like ASAP on the last blocks off for me because I butchered that. So...
0: Let's talk about blocks offs so oh, that gosh. and okay. like define them for people listening. So, <clears throat> what and that's initially how we sort of got mm-hmm. closer, right? Is that we were both on the first blocks off? But let's define yes. it. I think what, what, how yeah. would you describe a blocks off?
1: So uh, the education compos com- the education component happens during the day, and then there's like a little um, mini. What, what were they called? Consultations. Yes. Consultations with the coaches that you do in front of your, your small group called pods. Um, and then during your pod consultation that you're doing, you get a series of points. Um, and there's essentially a winner in each pod for each day. And then so at the end of the day, after dinner time, I feel like it was always around like 6.30, 7.00. We're tired, right? Um, mm-hmm. we have to sit in the bleachers and we get to hear who won who's going to be competing in the blocks off. So who won the their pod for that day? And I feel like there was usually what six or seven of us, depending on the day. Um, yes, I
0: think there were six. How many judges were there? Oh my God. Why is it fading from my memory? Yes,
1: I know. I think there um, so six or seven of us. And then mm-hmm. um Sometimes we would hear the prompt of what we're competing against, like what we're doing. And sometimes we wouldn't. So we would just be ushered outside to kind of wait until we come on stage. So a lot of it was you were literally walking on stage. You don't know what you're about to do. And then your heart's beating really fast. Like the cameras are so bright. Um, You immediately get that frog in your throat feeling. (laughs) And then they present what you're doing. And yeah. you just hope that you know what you're talking about, um, or hope that you can fake what you're talking about, <laughs> fake it till you make it, or you just kind of tank it and just hope they don't show too much of that. So that was my, <laughs> that's, I guess, like yeah. the best summary I can give, but yeah.
0: Mm hmm. Yes. So when we were, um- When we were in the blocks off on the first day, um, that means that we won our pods. So you were in a separate pod. I was in a separate Mm -hmm. pod. And then after dinner, we competed in front of everyone. And just like Jade said, there was like bright light in front of you and like pure silence. And then like Wes gives you the instructions and you're on kind of like that stage in front of everybody. And you're like, holy shit.
1: (laughs) 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um,
0: and I don't think they gave us the prompt, right? No, until we walked out no, there. Then they not told until us. you
1: walked out, or like right before you walked out.
0: Yeah. And I thought so. Everybody else walked out of a certain door. So me, in particular, I think I was so nervous that I wasn't like listening correctly. So
1: okay, mm-hmm.
0: I was. Like the last person to go, I think, or something. And I can't, I don't even remember what happened. But, anyways, everybody walked out the door so that we couldn't hear each other compete on the stage, right? All of the people who were on the blocks off. So I was supposed to go outside with everyone, but no, what did I do? I went to the side, like the wing area. (laughs) I
1: remember that. I'd forgotten. I remember we're like, where did she go? Isn't there like one more of us? (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah. And then Cassie sees me, one of the casting directors in the back, and she's like, I don't think you're supposed to be back here. I'm like, I don't think so either. Where is everybody else? And she's like, they're outside. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So I like run outside.
1: Oh, I'm wow. i like, guys,
0: what happened? And then <laughs> I just couldn't follow directions. I was like super nervous. I don't know even what happened.
1: Well, and, and the thing about doing the first one is we didn't know what to expect. So I – I honestly was sitting up in the stands when they before they called my my company and my name because um, they'll call the name of you and your company. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, please don't call me. Please don't call me because I didn't want, I wanted to at least see what I was getting myself into. And then they just called my name and I was like, oh, well. And I remember um, there's posted, there's a picture of all of us from the blocks off night one. I don't remember taking that. <laughs> Like no memory or recollection oh, yes. at all. A selfie. Like, oh, I'm in that picture. I don't remember taking that. I must have been <laughs> like panicking.
0: <laughs> Maybe you dissociated a little bit to cope I or something.
1: I yeah. think I did. Yes. Yeah, so I learned I learned that I dissociate.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's super funny. Yeah, I think when they called my name and my company name i was a little bit in disbelief and i think i like looked down and like covered my face instead of like mm-hmm. being like proud like yay i won mm-hmm. you know i was like
1: it oh, was more shit, of like oh no, no.
0: <laughs> yeah and i'm like ooh the camera you know whenever they show that part in in the seasons or whatever whenever it does air finally um you'll see my cringe mm-hmm. face oh for sure yeah <laughs> and then Jade made it to a, another blocks off at the end.
1: On the last right on night. The last day, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I was in a – so I did the blocks off the first night. Um, the second day, I did not win the pod, but I won leaderboard. So I was in the lead. Um, I think – I don't. they don't say where – how – they don't say where you're at in your ranking. So this whole time, you don't know if you're 6th place, 31st place. 50 first place you have no idea um, all you know is like you're on leaderboard or you won your pod um, so that leaves a lot of room for us to kind of wonder how we're doing mm-hmm. um, and I would say it took a lot of like mental thought correction to like bring myself back to priorities priorities is education how to grow my business and not get lost in the competition component because I'm an Aries and I, I don't know if you knew that Crystal <laughs> I no, I did not know. <laughs> That's super but funny. I am so you're very like competitive. competitive. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, and you know, would have done things differently, but, uh, I found myself having to do a lot of like, like therapizing of my, my own mind of like, all right, Jade, like you have, you're, you, I'm not a person that has social anxiety, but I guess, if you slap a camera in front of my face, I do. So I had to learn that about myself and be like, okay, let's use those calming techniques that, <laughs> you know, I practice, but I always tell my, I would tell, what would I tell my clients to do if they were in this situation? I had to like, really rethink things and um keep my, keep my perspective pretty healthy. Cause it's easy to like, you know, you're in the leaderboard day two. And then I lost leaderboard three and four. So part of me was like, oh man, Jade, like you fell off. And then I was just kind of, you know, by day four, I accepted like, I'm cool. Like it's fine. um, And then I was just kind of skating by just doing my thing. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to focus on people, focus on my relationships. I'm not going to worry about this whole score thing. And then day five, I was in the blocks off again, which was one of the days that I was just vibing. I didn't study. I was just flying by the seat of my pants. And I I got called for the blocks off the last night and I was like, all right, I guess we're doing this.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I get it. That whole process of like not knowing where you stand was a little bit difficult. I think in a lot of ways for therapists, <clears throat> we, we're highly educated people, right? So a lot of our time has been spent in education We go through continuing education credits. A lot of um, our even growth processes are related to being recorded and then viewing the recording back and then improving and getting that feedback to see where we messed up and then given another chance at it almost, right? So it's like not knowing where we are and that like uncertainty was a little bit of a mind F for a second because- then, you, yeah, you do have to kind of ground yourself and be like, okay, does it really matter when there's 77 people, right? Like, yeah. and there's consistently maybe one or two people who are really doing really, really well. Um, you know, I, I don't know. It was just a little bit difficult to kind of balance that <clears throat> thinking. So I, I yeah. get that struggle for sure.
1: Well, and I do wonder like if, if there's a room full of business owners, I wonder there's two parts to this. It's like if they would have shown the score, would people have gotten overly competitive and been mean to people or like sore losers if they got bumped down every day? You know, in the other mm-hmm. end of that, if someone's getting in like 51st place and 60th place, are they going to get down on themselves and they're going to stop trying and they're going to stop enjoying the process. So I kind of see the reasoning behind Mm -hmm. it. And I was, and I, I, that's why I told myself, I'm like, and I'm okay with that. Like, I know I'm obviously doing good enough to be in the blocks off and that's all, that's, that's not what matters. Like the education matters, but it was nice to know, like, Oh, I actually kind of like know what I'm talking about. And it was fun, you know?
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I'm sure there was reasoning and planning behind all of it, right? Because you're Mm -hmm. right. I think people get kind of that, like, sense of helplessness when they're in last place. And it's like, well, why do I even try? But you want them to learn the content, right? So I think it was a really smart way for people, uh, for Wes, to have planned kind of like a teaching the teaching component, right, and like having the learners engaged. It's like let's yeah. make it into a competition so that people really want to like learn what this what this stuff is. Oh, for um, sure. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it'd be like just let's just party in the lobby.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I almost wish though. I. I almost wish we would have just had a social day, like a whole entire day, to network before we started our first
0: actual education oh like thing. a meet and greet or something
1: yeah that would have been nice like maybe if everyone would have showed up at like afternoon and then like well I feel like we did that but like kind of sort of not really yeah we yeah did though, it was like we?
0: semi-structured
1: yeah I guess we kind
0: of all showed up the day before the competition started
1: yeah but, but it everyone... wasn't like
0: a hangout kind of thing no
1: and everyone showed up at different times but that would have been mm-hmm. nice to at least know some people because i feel a lot more comfortable presenting in front of people that i that i know and i would always look at like i know you, you and i were in a, a couple right a couple pods together
0: we like. were yeah we were in a couple pods together and then we got to do the blocks off together which meant we got to do the breakfast of champions together
1: that was fun that was amazing that was I, so was i cool. literally was like oh, i want want tacos so bad and then we went there and they were breakfast tacos so I'm like Ugh, even better and it was made yeah. by a chef so come on it was just amazing I ate every bite and I don't even like sour cream and I could tell there was sour cream on there I didn't even care I ate it delicious
0: it, it was so <laughs> good yeah I got to have espresso from Wes Bergman's yes. like espresso machine <laughs>
1: and I I was never drink an espresso shot with nothing in it. So I was like, hmm, I'm fancy. Like, this is so cool. And yeah, like, I thought it was going to be gross, yeah. and it was so good.
0: Right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I was like, because mm, usually you'll have, like, espresso with, like, latte. Like, you know, Starbucks drinks. Like, your are mm-hmm. But, like, I was like, hmm, this is actually good.
1: I'm not going to lie, but the first time I, like, had to go to the bathroom and, like, wash my hands and stuff, I was like, I am in the bathroom in a mansion. Like,
0: this is cool. I Okay, so I recently, about a week and a half ago, had this realization that I didn't use the bathroom in his house because I just, I think I spaced and I blanked. And I was talking to a a couple of the other judges, but I should have gone so that I could check my teeth.
1: (laughs) Oh, yes.
0: They did, like, interviews at his house, right? Like, on camera, post-competition interviews. And they interviewed me, and I'm like, oh, my God. Because when we got back to, like, the grid where they were filming everything with everyone else, after the breakfast, I I smiled into, like, the mirror. And I had a giant-ass piece of, I don't know what, like, chorizo or something that they had in the tacos oh, in yes. my front teeth. And I was oh, like, no. they interviewed me after I ate, and I didn't look. And so, be on the lookout for that. There's freaking something in my teeth. In those wow. interviews, they're gonna. I'm zoom so in upset with it. myself. You know they are. You know, they're gonna. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna be like, look at this, look at this competent person. <laughs> She's so with it. Uh,
1: oh Did you? Super did you ever sense The whole in the the process of coming back. Obviously, since we won the pods day one, we had to, we got to have the special, we were the first to have the special breakfast, right? Right. Um, did you ever feel like some jealousy when we went back or people giving you like a hard time for winning or being in the lead or having a nice breakfast? Um, I think I tried to. Block it out.
0: I think that's when I dissociated a little bit. Yeah, probably because I was like, I cannot handle. It. <laughs> I mean, yes. I know, you know, I don't. Honestly, I don't think I picked it up. Um,
1: I had maybe I had it internally. A lot. Yeah, I had it a lot. Like they're like, oh, what'd you have for breakfast? Oh, that seems really good. Oh, that must be nice. Well, what did you do? Like people were super curious, and then I felt, um, if you're in the leaderboard, then you have to wear the blocks T-shirt. So it's like this red in black t-shirt that shows that you're in the leaderboard and it's kind of like literally having a
0: target on your back.
1: (laughs) I don't know if you were in that pod, but, um, when I had to go up and present in my pod, someone in the pod was like, Oh, here goes Jade. We're all going to lose or something like that. And I was like, okay, I did rock it by the way. But then like, I was like, like, guys. Like, I Like, good at it but yeah I I rocked I feel like I rocked most of my pods but I was just like don't say that like you guys can still get this and it, it wasn't like I think it was playful playful banter but then you do see the occasional person where you're like there's a little aggression there <laughs> yeah aggression um, like
0: some of the relational aggression, which is, I think, what they're they might have been trying to go for with the whole reality sure. show thing, right? Like they want some you gotta drama. Make it fun. Yeah, yeah, they want drama for the viewers. Um,
1: and I'm there. Did for they, it, and I'm okay with it. You know,
0: <laughs> you're like I'm okay with it because I rocked it. You know what? I think like I so I want to go into like kind of takeaways and reflections. Mm-hmm. Um. After the show, so something that I talked to you about before we started recording was kind of like, just like the cringe factor slash like, I think my anxiety sometimes takes over and I'm like, oh my God, what did you say? Like, I hope you really didn't like say something that's going to discredit your reputation or competency. Because I I really, I feel like, I feel like I have a good reputation in my community of being a good clinician. Um, excuse me. And I don't know. I feel like being in that environment, in that like microcosm of like competition slash business ownership, like it was a really weird, like island to kind of be on. And so I think you can kind of get carried away with some of either like the questions they ask you. Like, for example, I think they asked me like, who's your biggest competition right now? And I'm like, do I really have to answer that? And they're oh, like, yeah.
1: yes,
0: you have to answer. Aww. And I think I was like, well, the person who's in first place is my yeah. biggest competition. Um, And because otherwise, like, when else are we ever going to meet and like be in real life competition ever again? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like in, in the pods, in the competitions, there's that competition, but in the competition of life, like all of us, are actually supporting each other, which is really cool. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, I don't know.
1: That, what do you that think? That was my biggest takeaway for me. was like, so first off, the anxiety piece you were talking about, I think it challenged us to have to like, really, I think you have to be mindful. Like you literally have to be in the present moment during this process mm-hmm. or else it's, I think it could be traumatic, honestly, when you're thinking about like, what did I say today? What did I say today? And then like, okay, what am I going to say tomorrow? Like here's, Here's the material that we have to review. So being super present, I think, helps. Um, mm-hmm. One of my key takeaways too was how, like how supportive it was. I almost got tearful when I got home, um, thinking about the people that I met and how supportive everybody was. Um, mm-hmm. I don't get, I don't get that here. I really don't. You know, I'm kind of on an island by myself. And last week, I had voice messaged you to just kind of get some support. And um, you know, it it goes to show like there's some people that I don't feel like, um, like maybe in our family or social circles that just don't understand what we're going through. And I had that huge realization when I got back from the blocks, and I was trying to tell my family members about some of the experiences or how the business is doing and what I'm going to do with the business. And I'm all excited and I'm amped up and I'm passionate and. Um, I just got neutrality from them. It was just like, oh, okay. And I I then realized, like, the energy that I got from these people on the blocks is way different than the energy and support I get from family and friends. And not because they don't care, but they just don't understand. And so I am so excited and happy to have people that I can now go to and um, support and to kind of know what we're going through, which I feel like that was the hugest takeaway. I mean, I've got I've got several people that I you know keep in touch on with on Facebook. I've got someone from the blocks that him and I do by weekly calls together. Um, it's like really, really great relationships. So
0: yeah, that's great. I think that um, that is absolutely true. I think the blocks did help us foster those networking connections in a really mm-hmm. positive way. Um, And we kind of have our own little Facebook group where we all can keep in contact with each other, um, or we can individually foster those closer relationships. Um, I know there was another person from El Paso um, who was on the show who I didn't realize was there until like the third day. I finally figured out who it was because they were like, there's somebody Mm -hmm. else from El Paso here. And I'm like, what? Are you serious? I was super excited. Um, so I'm hoping that we get to connect at some at some point, he had a very different business though, like an ax throwing business, which is interesting because I'm doing like therapy. So again, there's that like weird, like, where do we find the common thread situation? Um, and then, yeah, but I think you're right. When you're an entrepreneur in general, I don't, I don't know if it's necessarily counseling, um per se, but just, like, in general, as a business owner, I feel like it can be very isolating, and um, it's a unique experience, because you're so Mm -hmm. invested in so many ways, like, financially, emotionally, mentally, physically, in building your business, Um, and so much goes into it, you know, and it's, like, it's, it's like your baby, right? Like, you're so
1: um,
0: invested.
1: And I think think that happens when people get jobs based out of or careers that are based out of passions, because then it, it there's a blurry line between like me versus my job and that identity. Um, like mm-hmm. a therapist, it's usually a way of being that you are, um, and separating the two sometimes hard because the best part of my therapy is my personality, right? And obviously mm-hmm. the education and the skill sets and the tools I use. Um, but when you're an entrepreneur, you're usually doing things that you're super passionate about, so it's a part of you, and so. Um, you know, sometimes people might get frustrated that you're always talking about work or you're always talking about this and this, but I think they fail to realize like that's, that's our passion. That's our life. And it's our livelihood. It's sometimes, you know, the center of what we do. Um, Mm -hmm. not that that's all that we are, but of course we have to learn to balance, but you know, that's, that's one of the things I think is the hardest is either trying to separate the two and have a completely different identity or one that we can mesh together to be appropriate conversation for cookouts or <laughs> you know, just right. those, like just low key social things. So
0: Exactly. Like not me having to lie to my hairstylist about working at Walmart. Um
1: Oh, <laughs> do do that too. I started I started having an alter ego when I just am like at a hair salon or like at the grocery stores, people ask, Oh, what do you do? Um, I've just been telling them I, I own companies, <laughs> like they're usually like, Oh, what kind of companies? and then I see mental health, and they're like, Oh, cool, so yeah, you can meet yeah, a way out of that. That one has usually contributed a very boring response, so that's there you go. <laughs>
0: oh, good, yeah, yeah, because. I just want to tell you a quick story. One time I went to a spa in Vegas and I was super excited because I was like, I'm going to get a massage because this is super fancy. And the person asked me, what do I do for a living? And I mistakenly, I think, not Mm -hmm. that I expected her to respond this way. I don't think it was a mistake to tell her. I think it was inappropriate the way she responded to me was I said I was a therapist and she proceeded during the whole massage to tell me about her problems. And I was like – mm-mm. So after that, I was like, I work at Walmart or I'm in social services. Oh, yeah. Oh, what do you do? I work from home. Okay, the end. Like.
1: <laughs> and I don't mean know. to piggyback or negate your story, but just for humor purposes.
0: Yeah, tell same me. Same <laughs>
1: exact thing happened to me last year. I was getting a <gasps> massage. Yeah. And she had told me that I had to hurry up and use my gift certificate because she was closing her business. And I was like, oh. And she asked what I did. I told her, she didn't say anything and then I asked you know kind of like why she was closing and I got a whole bunch of information about family and health concerns and the hour was gone and I'm like I I need a massage now like I got one but -hmm. I need another one and then I was also like that was not I I literally left work to come here and do this you know and so I literally the next week got a different massage somewhere else and I was I started learning, like, you got to say different things.
0: <laughs> yeah, you say different things to different yes. people.
1: So I guess, um, like, for the listeners, a little pro tip is to be a <laughs> therapist at a cookout especially. Do not yeah. ask, you know, if you ask, if they say they're a therapist, you do not have to tell them all your information because nothing is worse. Uh, I'm not a huge drinker by any means. But there's been times where I've had a couple drinks and someone – is trying to do a therapy session with me and I, I'm not in that state, you know? And, um, so that's just like a little tip, you know, <laughs> just don't do yeah. that. <laughs> Pro tip,
0: leave us the fuck
1: alone. <laughs> like, no, like approach us,
0: but don't talk about your or, stuff. Like, ha- yes. yeah.
1: Or have you ever had someone be like, oh, that's so great that you do that. Like it's so needed. And then they proceed to tell you about like their best friend who has such and such and was hospitalized psychiatrically last month or like we'll, we'll gossip about people's daughters that are struggling with mental health or things. And you're just like, what can we do in that? We just nod and like, Oh, that's, that's awful. You know, like I hope they're getting help. And then sometimes it turns into a a weird referral.
0: Um, Yeah.
1: So then you're like, I don't know what to do with that. Um, So Yeah.
0: Or, like, don't make us call CPS. Like, yeah, you know, it's just like, <laughs>
1: it's like, we should make a checklist of like public no no behaviors towards therapists.
0: <laughs> for sure, for sure. Yeah. You know, and then, which is why we've had to create alter egos. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I want to make sure that we end the podcast with um, any final thoughts you have <laughs> or, um, telling us a little bit about where we can find you if you if you have like any social media or website
1: yeah so I guess final thoughts I mean I think if you know talking about the block situation is you know I think you just have to go after your dreams and you know even if it's something scary um I remember when I applied for it I was like oh this seems really cool and i'm like yeah, the chances of me getting it are like probably slim to none. But like, let me just do it to just do it. And then when I got the call, I was like, "What?" Um, so I think you just the lesson there, right, is to just take a leap and go do what you want. Challenge yourself. I mean, this is a huge challenge. We've never been on, a, you know, a show. Probably I don't know. I don't know if you have, but
0: um, not I've like never
1: this. No, I've never gotten on a plane by myself, and so. A lot of newness. So I think I'm always a person of constantly challenging myself. So I always, of course, encourage that in other people because that's how you grow is creating, creating discomfort um, and then overcoming that. So that was my that was my huge takeaway from, I think, that whole experience.
0: Absolutely. And I would
1: I would do it again. If I had the opportunity to do something like that again, I would probably do it um, and not be so scared, but, you know. Um, but yeah, you can find us. Um, we are currently renovating our website, but the address is the same. So you can find us at willowtreetherapeuticservices.com. And then we also have a Facebook and an Instagram. So you can find us on there. Um, and then we are actually starting a podcast as well. We're going to be launching in April and it's going to be called the Mental Health University. So that is going to be a podcast that is geared towards clients teaching um it's going to be like more educational and conversational about um some like general mental health topics um that you can listen to and just kind of you know self-treat if you're in therapy it's going to be used as like an ancillary type of education for you Um, or if you're not in therapy and you're just in a spot of self-growth be a great podcast so keep tuned on that for sure and i will let crystal have all the details when that comes out and she can Advertise it
0: too. So, absolutely. That sounds great. Well, <laughs> like I said when we were on the show, therapists for the win, always. Yes! <laughs> and thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. It was so much oh fun. God.
1: That was great. So great.
0: And I hope that you um, continue going after all your dreams. And thank you for all you do in your community. And um, don't forget to follow us on Instagram again through the eyes of a therapist. Um, Go to my TikTok. Go to my Facebook. Um, The only thing I don't have is Twitter, but that's another episode. Thanks again to Jade Etchison. And I will talk to you again soon.
1: Thank you, everyone. Bye.